gum gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath. And he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Welcome to the Meatcast. Uh, I'm Nick, and I'm joined as always by Kyle. Kyle, how are you, how are you doing? I'm good, Nick. Um, I'm uh, boy. I just started playing that that Zelda game that everybody's been playing, and it's it's over for me. It's lights out. That's that's all I've been doing. The tears My, of the kingdom. Why is the kingdom, the kingdom crying? I mean, it is. It's a pretty brutal. I you know, no spoilies, but it's this is basically like a horror Zelda game, mm. which I'm super into. Um. But my is my, there like a Wolfman or something? <laughs> yeah, there's a Wolfman. There's a Frankenstein. There's Dracula and his son. I haven't gotten to that part wow, yet. Wow, the son of Dracula. Yeah, okay. Crypt Keepers. There now, is Frankenstein all by himself, or does he have a bride? Nick, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> he has he has a bride. Well, surely she has normal hair. No, wow. It, no, her hair is standing straight up as if she was just bolted with electricity. And hang on a second, get this: two streaks of white down the temples. Well, this Zelda game sounds too wild for me. I'll probably buy it and then never play it, just like I did with the last one. <laughs> it is a little overwhelming. It is maybe like too much. I do look at the map, and I've been playing for hours. And I have not even begun to... I have not even uncovered the thing where you can see the, the map terrain. Like, I haven't even done all the little towers to uncover. For a man as busy as I am, I have no business. I'm a man about town. I'm, I, I'm always, you know, on the go. Uh, hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I gotta make well, time for my boy Link. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of men... <laughs> we should bring in our guest. That's why he's, he's the a host, com- folks. <laughs> he's Thank a comedian it. from Austin, Texas. His name is Xander Nolan. Xander, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I, I we didn't ask Xander. Sorry, We didn't ask you how you wanted to be introduced. So no. <laughs> Nick just said, "Comedian from Austin, Texas." That's accurate. Do you feel that's? Do you feel that's appropriate? Do you feel that encompasses yeah. your entire being? Yeah, I think that's accurate for where I am at in life right now. It's how I introduce myself on my own podcast, so that's accurate. Okay. Oh, Terrific. what podcast is that? I oh, don't even know you have thank it. you for asking. I was going to wait for plugs. I didn't know if there was there would be plugs. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a podcast called Mouse Out of Wedlock, uh, which uh, it's our version of you know Rap Bastard. Um, and it's, it, uh, let me tell you, it's a, it's a, it's a dude, it's, it's a dude's hanging podcast. So if you need another <laughs> dude's hanging podcast, we got it for you. I love the confidence in what you're selling. I love that you stand behind the product. You're not, there's not at all an, an implicit selling out of the premise, uh, in your plug. Just, <laughs> just <then. laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, I I honestly recently what's funny is I uh, just pulled back from being an active as active host uh, for the show as well. 
um, because I was tired of talking about just week to week stuff in a podcast. So what's uh, in the news? What's yeah. in the news? And I was like, yeah. I just want to do so you would, would you have to like just kind of share your uh, your what's going on in your life? Was that what, was that what you'd have to do? Yeah, it was it was kind of that. Like you know, what are your hot takes on the hot issues going on in life? Oh, okay. Right, at, right at that moment. And after a year of doing it, I was like, I'm, I'm the well is dry. I just wanna I just wanna do silly <laughs> things. So let me come in less and do more silly things. And yeah, there's a reason the Chapo guys started doing uh, 65% of their shows are just about movies now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think all podcasts eventually just become about movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it just becomes guys watching movies and talking about them. Yeah. It's kind of the end point for every podcast. <laughs> Kyle, I look forward to the day where we just watch movies and talk about them. I mean, I've had two different movie podcasts, so <laughs> okay. I understand. But we those are more academic in nature. Yeah. Much like this mm-hmm. one. We had a project we were trying to do, you know. Well, Xander, what's your relationship to Heathcliff? It, do, you, it, do you like the guy? I love, I love Heathcliff. <laughs> I, I am, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan. I, I discovered him, not discovered it, but I got into him because of Kyle Romero, uh, 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 the illustrious Kyle Romero on Twitter. Uh, uh, back when I was on the the old Twitter, I found him that way, and I was like, if Kyle, if Kyle likes Heathcliff, there's a reason. I gave the old seal of approval. And I I appreciate Kyle's taste. And so that's when I started doing it a little bit of a deep dive. I found some articles talking about how Heathcliff is Heathcliff. And now I just subscribe to the Instagram and just follow the daily postings of Gallagher. And that that's my relationship to Heathcliff. Part of the reason I've I've caught up, try to catch up, stay up to date on Heathcliff is I'm always waiting <laughs> for the the call to join this podcast. I have invited Xander maybe every week <laughs> since we have started doing the podcast, since we started having guests on the podcast. Which uh, was the second week of the podcast we had a guest. <laughs> so yeah, so week, pretty yeah. much the whole time. <laughs> With some rare exceptions, um, you know, yeah, I, I have I have reached out every week. Um, I mean, either only- you're available... Or you're either you're not available, or mm-hmm. something else, or something else. Uh, or one time, uh, I asked you before finding out that Nick had booked a guest, <laughs> and then <laughs> literally two minutes later, Nick told me, and I said, "Actually, never mind." <laughs> that's my favorite one, though. That's still the that's still the one I'm like, I can't be insulted with. Not not that I was insulted with any of them, but that by far was the one I was like, "That's that's just funny. That's just that's just a good good bit." <laughs> and I almost wanted to say no just to keep the bit going, mm-hmm. you know, part yeah. of me. But I felt like this was a good week, uh, and I wanted to help move the podcast away from being a sports podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of sports talk last week. You get the two, you get two classic jocks like Kyle and I together. We can't help it. The <laughs> the the Chad energy between me and Nick, and you know, we just we have to we have to talk sports. We have to talk ball, baby. We got. A lot of negative feedback about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think anybody noticed. No, nobody noticed. Nobody said anything. We could fully, I think we maybe could just not talk about Heathcliff for multiple episodes in a row. And we maybe never hear about it. 
I would be. I people would be would interested just to try that. Stop listening. I people think. would just people turn would it off. Yeah, they would. They would yeah. quiet quit. They would quiet quit. <laughs> <laughs> what's in the we news? What's in the news? <laughs> well, speaking of the news, let's see what's in this week's. This week on Heathcliff. Now, Xander, you said that you this was a good week for Heathcliff, so you've been following along for, for this week? Yeah, for the most part. Uh, but I realize I might actually be a little bit behind. I don't okay, no, never mind. I'm on set. I'm all I'm I'm good. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, so we ju- I just pulled up Friday, May 19th, Heathcliff. Uh, this is like the kind of the end of cat of cat shelter week. Mm-hmm. Well, tomorrow, the next day will be the end of it. But we, here we have Heathcliff and six cats wearing sunglasses with their arms folded, looking tough, standing in front of a cat shelter, and a woman sticking her head out of the cat shelter and saying, "Would you and your security force like a saucer of milk?" So here's where I'm confused. <laughs> Do these cats? live in the cat shelter <laughs> yeah i was just thinking like what to what end are these cats standing out front of the cat shelter you know what i mean like right what, are, yeah, are what are they protecting keep, it from? what are they protect are they are there people that are like robbing pro- the cat shelter maybe they're robbing the cat shelter maybe they're protesting the cat shelter you mm. know uh, There's a and, drag and, story time going on in the cat's shelter. <laughs> could could be could be, you know, like I I don't know what they what their goal is here exactly. Are they uh, perhaps anti cat adoption? That they they <laughs> they're, they're, maybe they're trying to prevent people from coming in to oh. adopt cats. Now I don't know why they would be that way. Heathcliff's just but, trying to you know. stop it. Yeah, he doesn't want the the rest of the city to get to know his antics or get to know anyone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scary. It this is one scary. is just like I, I like guarding. Go ahead, Xander. No, I just like the I like the sunglasses though. That's a lot. Of yeah, <laughs> sunglasses are good. Sunglasses are good, and they're they they're very um round they're almost goggle like they're very um the matrix kind of sunglasses yeah. in my in my mm. brain oh wow yeah that's i was I, thinking i read them i was thinking terminator style but matrix style makes sense terminator works too yeah you know who do you think would win between the terminator and the matrix if they thought <laughs> <laughs> i think the i think they'd be fast friends i you know they're both yeah. robots you yes, know? Skynet and uh, the the Matrix itself, of course. Like they would be immediate subjugating humans, <laughs> like T one thousand wrestling around with a sentinel from the Matrix. Uh, whoever wins, we lose. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. And, you know, I've never uh, heard that before, but that's true. <laughs> All right, now we have Heathcliff standing at... This is from Saturday, May 20th. Heathcliff is sitting outside the draft shelter with a booth that says give and a little you know, a little jar for change. Uh, there's people... I, I said giraffe shelter so matter-of-factly, but there is a giraffe shelter, and there are two women uh, standing at the window of the giraffe shelter. Uh, total Heathcliff 
brain to just be like, well, yes, there's a giraffe shelter, and uh, Heathcliff is there. And And there are three giraffes. We can see almost all of the giraffes. We just cannot see their heads. Their heads are just above the... The, the the frame of the of the window and uh the caption is uh, one of the women is saying he's a tireless champion it's a great visual gag now my question is ha- i am concerned that the giraffe shelter is shorter than the giraffes that right. we see mm-hmm. here the building itself is uh um, i guess that's why they're outside the shelter yeah uh <laughs> i guess just out front on the sidewalk <laughs> It's just like, you know, how do they how do they keep that secure? How do they protect? I feel like the security force previously mentioned would be good here to protect these giraffes. It's, uh, That's not true. much of a not much of a shelter. Right. <laughs> you know? If it starts raining, you know? Yeah. You're not sheltered from anything. You're just standing outside. I mean, and they'll know about it first they're so tall. <laughs> <laughs> How's the weather up there? You'd say. I can't hear you. <laughs> I'm too far away. I have never known peace or shelter. I think the building next to the giraffe shelter would be a better building. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Or the buildings behind their skyscraper. Oh, yeah. Back there. And put them in there. You know? This urban, I don't, know. I don't, I don't think, mean I don't to tell this, this, this is, yeah. struggling nonprofit how to run its business, <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm, I'm concerned for the giraffes. Yeah, I'm also on. Yeah, I mean, and this is kind of the joke of the strip. But why are there so many wild giraffes running around uh, Westminster? <laughs> yeah, what happened? We got. Was do you think maybe there was a Jumanji? <laughs> Caused by Heathcliff. Heathcliff's just paying back for his own actions. (laughs) Jumanji versus Terminator champion. He's a guilty. (laughs) Sorry, Nick. Go ahead. Uh, Jumanji versus Terminator versus Matrix. Who wins? (laughs) Well, I'm not sure, but I'll tell you what. I do know. Whoever wins, we lose. (laughs) That's good. Um. Oh, this is a fun one. This So this is Monday, May 22nd, and Heathcliff is jumping out of the bed. He's so excited. Iggy's on the bed. He's picking up his pillow, and there's a hammer underneath the pillow. Uh, and Grandma and Grandpa Nutmeg are in the, the doorframe, and Grandma looks delighted. Grandpa Nutmeg looks a little uh, condescending, and he's saying, <laughs> I still believe in the meat fairy. Uh, so there's the meat fairy. The meat fairy came and, and gave little Iggy a, a, a ham. Um no do have some broader questions about this before we deep dive into it i do want to point out the pennants on the wall mm, uh, yeah. one says team and one says go <laughs> it looks like looks like me and nick aren't the only jocks around in the <laughs> world well he's got a he's got a baseball on the ground too there he's a classic baseball kid true next to and comics. a comic a, next to a book that says comics with an x continuing peter's uh house style of spelling comics with an x we know this from the at Heathcliff Comics Instagram account. Um, so uh, my Iggy's Iggy's got a little male pattern baldness, also. Right, <laughs> he does. Actually. He's been around a minute, though. That is that is concerning um, for a child of his age. Well, I'm assuming it's a child. You don't think we got a orphan situation? A Benjamin Button, or an orphan, or a Jack, or a how many <laughs> of those have there been? 
<laughs> we might have an orphan, an orphan colon first kill situation here. Yeah, um, that's a similar one to the orphan situation. <laughs> the orphan first kill situation. Movie podcast. Um, <laughs> I, my my question is this: Tooth Fairy does not leave teeth behind; leaves money behind. <laughs> Takes the teeth, leaves money. Meat Fairy leaves meat for money. Yeah. They they put the meat. There, yeah, maybe they put the money there underneath the pillow, and then when he wakes up, there's a meat underneath it. Because Heathcliff is excited, <laughs> like the meat belongs to me now. If this were a one to one with the tooth fairy, Heath would, Heathcliff would be disappointed mm. because he knows the meat is going away. You put the meat yeah. under the pillow, and then the oh, next right. morning it'll be gone. Oh, that okay. So you're thinking this Do you is. See what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? Does, I, I'm yeah. not. Am I out of line here? Am I? No. Am I? You're, you you think this is nighttime? I assumed this was morning. I thought it was nighttime as well, because uh, they're I, putting honestly, the meat down, and no, I figured no there would be the grease stains if it was overnight. I I, <laughs> I no honestly have no right. idea. That's true. There there have there are no grease stains. That meat seems to be freshly placed. I don't know. I think either way, daytime, nighttime. I'm not really a hundred percent sure what's yeah. what the deal is. Do you think I, we'll see the meat fairy someday? I would love to see the meat Same. fairy. The The idea of a fairy that is essentially a butcher that goes from pillow to pillow overnight and leaves you meat or picks up meat that leaves you meat. Either one. Yeah, either one. Is, is very, is, it's a very nice thing that I would like to tell my own children. Either, either leaves me meat in exchange for my teeth. <laughs> Um, or or i put my old rotten expired meat underneath my pillow and the meat fairy takes it away from me so i don't have to just put it in my garbage can or something and you know stink up the place meat fairy comes gets the old meat takes it away all right. Well, wait, maybe we'll see this in the future, and we'll get a better idea of exactly mm. what the meat fairy was. Yeah, maybe we'll do a little bit more of a deep dive on the lore in a future meat fairy comic. That would be <laughs> that would be tight. I mean, that's kind of the classic style, right? Is planting the seeds for future mm-hmm. brilliant, you know, takes. Yes, that's true. Well, speaking of future brilliant takes, let's look. Well. Let's look at the <laughs> strip from Tuesday. Not from the future, from the past, but this is Tuesday, May 23rd. No, yes. Yes. Heathcliff is on a base, giant baseball mound. Another very tall mound. Which appears to be around right around uh, second base. Yeah, it's right in front of second base. Um, <laughs> he, he's wearing a, a bee, uh, what do you, what do you call those? Like a bee helmet? Like a beekeep, or, beekeeper, uh, beekeeper's, beekeeper's hat. Beekeeper's Maybe. hat, yeah. And there are bees, presumably bees flying all around him. They're just yellow dots. Yeah, but we have to assume they're bees. I have to assume they're bees. I have, <laughs> Otherwise I simply have no other choice but to assume they are bees. Right. And Nick, how do I know to assume that they're bees? Well, th- so the umpire... Who is who is talking here? Oh, uh, I guess the first baseman is talking here. Yeah. Little, little first baseman boy. He lives on the pitcher's mound. He's about to pitch the ball. Uh, and uh, the first baseman is saying, no one can touch his B-ball. Pretty so, good. Presumably he's going to throw 
a ball covered in bees, you think? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And probably got some honey on that ball also, which is deeply against regulations. I mean, you can't have any of that sticky stuff on your hands. That's cheating. Yeah. And people, as an Astros fan, uh, people like to give us a lot <laughs> of uh, uh, guff about cheating. So I I won't be celebrating Heathcliff doing it. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. As an Astros fan, my take on cheating in baseball is that it's good and everybody should be. <laughs> Thank you. Actually. There we go. It should I'm, still be cheating. It should still be illegal, but everybody should be doing it all the time. Yeah, just like steroids. Yeah. Um, I uh, am also concerned about this, the opposing teams, uh, or Heathcliff's team's uh, spacing here. <laughs> they were doing like a little bit of a, I don't know if you call this, I don't know what this is, but th- this first base and I guess shortstop is playing way over <laughs> uh, right by first. It does seem it's like a very not- small field. It, it, I, I don't know if this is regu- a regulation baseball field. Yeah. Either way, I don't know that it's very sound uh, tactically. Uh, I would say, Xander, are you a, are you a baseball head? I, I'm unfortunately not a any sports head except for esports. So wow. once once Heathcliff wow. starts getting into esports, I'll I'll be able to contribute a little more. Um, Nick, prepare the toilet for head dunking. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate. I feel like there's maybe a, a little bit of a pun and possibly, you know, Gallagher, you know, he listens to the cast. So the beat ball, you know, well, he used sure to. For, we don't know if he still does. <laughs> I, in my, in my head cannon, he does. And no one can touch his beat ball, his basketball, even. I think there's, I think there's multi layers going on in this panel. I think there's a lot going be, on. Why would it be mean, basketball? Why would it be baseball? basketball? Did you mean to say baseball? I meant both. Because when I think of basketball, <laughs> people say b-ball. You want to play some b-ball? People do say b-ball. It wouldn't make sense in the context of this comic book, though. Yeah, basketball's got nothing to do with this. <laughs> I'm just trying so, to Kyle, when you said prepa- When you said to prepare the toilet for dunking, do you mean to make it dirtier or less dirty? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I, I just meant make yeah uh, more dirty. Please make it dirty. Make just make sure the lids up is all. I'm okay, because I could give it a quick clean down. <laughs> no, definitely don't do that. Definitely okay. don't do that. But don't worry about you don't like, need to dirty it up. It. You don't need to dirty it up. <laughs> just open. Just make sure that lid is open wide for this nerd's head. Okay, yeah, I, I can do that. <laughs> can you handle that? Can you do that? Can you handle that? Can you do one thing for once? Okay, now we have May 24th, Wednesday, May 24th. This is Jimmy's back. He's standing outside of a... Uh, a uh, he's, so he's standing outside of a building, I think outside of the door, right in front of the door. There's a big uh, window to his left that says Life Coach. Iggy and Heathcliff are standing across the street looking on at this. And Iggy says, he accepts payment and flies. <laughs> now, if you were down and out looking for direction in your life, 
would you would your first stop be a business that just had a giant window with life coach <laughs> painted on the window and beads in the doorway <laughs> than an actual door. Oh, do you think those are beads? They're probably <laughs> not, not, not I beads, don't. Right? I don't actually think that. I, I, I don't actually think that was the intention here. But I. But there is no handle, and so I don't know. I assume it's maybe just meant to be an open door. Mm. Jimmy is a life coach. I mean, by all accounts, he's a failure. Yes. By any reasonable metric, he has failed. Well, but we don't know. We actually don't know what his goals are. Jimmy's that's true. Jimmy has seemingly zero interest in becoming like famous. That's all. That's true. Heathcliff has failed. Doing. Heathcliff has yeah. failed. Yeah. Right. I mean, this actually, this is this may be unlocking it. Jimmy is more interested in his his business <laughs> as a life coach. Um. So that may be why he has not been as enthusiastic about uh the t-shirts and the merch and the appearance booths. Now he does still not seem super enthusiastic no. in this particular scenario either. No, no. He's still got that blank stare. Xander, you ever go to a life coach ever do any of this in any uh any I've I've been asked not asked, I have been told by two people, one of them being my mother, that I should be a life coach. Oh, you should be one. I was yeah, that you should be at the Jimmy in this situation. <laughs> I've, okay, I've wow. had multiple people tell me I need to go to a life coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Kyle, have you, have, you, have you? You're sorry, yeah. Have you, Kyle, have you, have you ever have you ever done life any life coaching? I, I either side, I guess, either side of the aisle. No, no, I haven't. I uh, I have maybe a like aversion to anything that is like life coachy, um, kind of guruy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have a natural maybe skepticism about that stuff. I go to therapy. That's kind of a you life know, coach, which but so it's very very similar, which is maybe a different name for it. So, you know, that's that's my own hang up. Yeah, um, life coach not certified, therapist a little bit certified, little bit certified, little bit of schooling. Um, this classic uh, neoliberal worship of credentials <laughs> on my part. <laughs> All right, so then we have today, Thursday, May 25th, hot off the presses, Heathcliff is uh, holding a checkered flag at the end of a line. <laughs> there was a race on the street, a street race. The competitors? Well, you have a snail, a turtle, and the winner, a slug. The slug's throwing up his arms in celebration, and the birds are saying, worst race ever. Now, I disagree with this birds. is... Very interesting because Nick, I don't know if you recall, the slug by our reading is maybe perhaps a stand in for a certain, a certain orange Cheeto president man. <laughs> That's due true. to the January 6th comic that we had discussed previously. Now, what has happened? As of this recording today, Wednesday, May 24th, Ron 
De Sanctimonious has officially declared his candidacy for president in the Republican primary. So we have a race. Wow. We have Whoa. a race today. And some would and say the worst race ever. Someone, some would say, <laughs> I would say myself, the worst race ever. I hadn't heard Nick, that. that hey, Nick. Said. Nick or Xander, um, who, do you, who do you think is going to win that race? The, the 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 Republican race. Oh, I I, I do think the the slug like individual. Me is... personally, I don't I don't know for sure who's going to win it, but I do know one thing. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no matter who wins, we lose. All right, <laughs> let's move on to. So this is a uh a, a, a an exclusive a, so this is a spec drop sent to us by JJ Hamilton. Uh my for, good friend JJ. Oh, do you know? Him? Yes, my mate perhaps my oldest friend. Sorry, I I accidentally played it there. <laughs> Um, uh yes my my dear soldist friend jj um uh we we yeah i mean we grew up together so oh, uh, wow well he sent this two months two almost three months ago <laughs> we I had no reason to play it until now yeah he did mention it to me before and then never follow he did mention that he was going to send in a drop and then i never heard anything from him or you who is the person who monitors the gmail account uh again and so I'm happy to hear that he did send it and that you are three months later <laughs> getting it on the show. Well, I, I emailed him back and said, uh, friend. <laughs> I emailed him back like the day after he sent it and said, thanks, but I don't think we'll ever be able to use this <laughs> because we don't have a lot of exclusives. Uh, but let's hear it again. Gas, gas, gas. You heard it your first exclusive. Um, <laughs> it's great I, I it's great it's a great shot I, I would love if we had more exclusives that we could uh use it with and i'm using it liberally here because it's not an exclusive <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to talk about the news peter gallagher did an interview over the week uh for uprocks did you yes. guys did you read this cal i did i did read this yeah so i just wanted to go through some of the the choice uh, quotes from here. Um, so here's one. What about the helmet? What makes a helmet funnier than a regular hat? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe this was a bad example. He just says he, the first one was a ham helmet. Um, and he just likes helmets. Oh, here we go. I think I just love drawing the helmet and that and just the idea of a helmet. I don't know. It's just a lot better than a hat or a cap. I just like the helmet. This is this is my big takeaway from this is really my big takeaway from every interview with Peter, including ours, which is the complete chat energy of everyone being like it's Peter Gallagher and David Lynch respond exactly the same way, pretty much to interview questions of like, what do you what did this mean? What's the thinking behind the ham helmet? And he's just like, I don't know, I like, hel- I like helmets. They're funny. They're easy to draw. <laughs> It just is so like there's really you, you guys are working way too hard at this. It's all on the page. 
you know, I did the brofish because the word bro is funny and I wanted to write the word bro a bunch of times. Just uh, ultra pimp, mega pimp energy. Okay, well, here's one thing I want to talk about. Uh, was there ever, has there been a character that you thought would be too absurd? That's a good question. I'm trying to think. Well, there were a couple where I had a narwhal. Heathcliff had a, is it narwhal or narwhal? Do either you know? I say narwhal because there's no narwhal. E on it. Yeah, that's true. Heathcliff had a narwhal on a tank in the house. The gag was that the narwhal kept turning the thermostat down and everyone was freezing <laughs> the house. Uh, I was just, I did a bunch of narwhal ones, but the narwhal <laughs> as a house pet I thought was probably too far. So I thought we could take a look at it. <laughs> Peter, Narwhal. if you're listening, if you're if you have not given up yet, please bring the narwhal back. Please bring please bring them back. Here is the narwhal. So this is from January 6, 2015. Um, so this was like eight years ago. So you still remembered it, and it was like still haunted him maybe yeah i went too far on that one it's sort of like when you have like a conversation with someone where you say something you know stupid or like you know a cashier says like enjoy your coffee or whatever and you say like thanks you too you know (laughs) it just haunts you forever that's what's going on with the narwhal and the thermostat well so here's the narwhal in the fish tank he's turning he's jumping out he's like kind of reaching out of the fish tank and turning on the thermostat like like peter was saying but heathcliff is sleeping in the same room in like the living room with a pillow and a and a and a blanket is do can we assume this is how heathcliff always sleeps i mean my cat just sleeps wherever like doesn't really have i mean has like a couple of designated spots that he likes but he does just kind of you know lay out wherever so yeah, I think this is how Heathcliff normally does it. To me, yeah, it, it raises like the excitement of being near your new pet. Oh, true. Yeah, right. and Heathcliff also um, hungry for fish. Oh, and so there is maybe a little bit of an element here of maybe he's hanging out by the narwhal for nefarious reasons. Let me take a bite. Oh, interesting. Iggy's also uh, uh, bald, balding in this one too. Iggy, oh, you're same, right. same male pattern baldness here. Now, Xander, do you have a cat? Cow just brought up his cat. I, I don't. I've had a very loud dog. I've been trying to uh, calm down. I should have put her in her kennel before doing this. No, I have not heard one oh, peep. She's been. Yeah, she's, me she's. I've. I've I have a little big thing ball on a string and she's been <laughs> like, <laughs> not normally she's been just swinging it around, hitting things as I've been <laughs> doing this call. <laughs> so, um, my apologies. No, no we worries. love dogs. I, we, we love dogs. Uh, we, we're friends to all animals here. Um, another thing I want to, bri- to bring up here from the interview, it, they asked, do you tend to come up with a capture illustration first? That's something I've always wondered. Um, he says, I'm actually trying something. Last night when I was writing some stuff, I just wrote the captions for all of them. I have no idea what I'm going to do. They were old adages. I want to see if I can fit something into them. So that's exciting. We have that to look forward to. Like he's just, he just wrote I'm, it. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. If you guys had to write, had to pick an adage or two to start a Heathcliff comic, what would it be? What would your adage that you pick be? Okay. Well, I've got one already formed here. So Let's the caption it. is, whoever wins, we lose. 
it's like uh, it might just be Garfield and Heathcliff looking at each other that (laughs) is already a comic (laughs) basically what what was the what was the one where they're doing that it's like I think it's about to go down it just got real maybe it just got real right yeah so yes you could change that caption to no matter who wins we lose it could it could also be the man eating giant and the man eating and the 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 what was the fire breathing robot? The meat robot? Meat robot. Meat robot. Yeah, it could be the two of them squaring off against each other. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Or it could just be the Terminator or the alien and the Predator. <laughs> it could just be the alien and the Predator. <laughs> <laughs> Xander, you got an advantage? Um, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I feel like now that I've been asked to like, think of an adage, I cannot think of one at all. Xander, what's your favorite adage? <laughs> Uh, give me your S tier. Give, give me your adage tier list. Okay, what's let's see. S, what's S tier? Yolo. Okay, S? Yo, that's a good one. That's an S. Oh you know, no! It it keeps you it keeps you mindful of the present. Uh huh. And it keeps so what you wanting good, to make good decisions. What would be a good Heathcliff with the caption Yolo? I, it's a. Uh, what is it? Heathcliff uh, eating a big ham? I don't know. <laughs> I, I definitely picture uh, Heathcliff in his the pose that Heathcliff does where he's jumping off of something. Yeah, about okay. to, that that feels yellowy to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Pounce, pouncing on something. Maybe he's pouncing on. Uh, maybe he's pouncing on a narwhal. Oh yeah, the ultimate catch. Yeah, you know, because it's got that spear. So it's a little bit of a, a risky move, right? But once you get yeah. in there, like if you dodge the that, greater, you dodge that the, spear, the, you're in. The greater the risk, the greater the reward. We all know narwhal meat is the best. So he's pouncing on a narwhal, and then there are two birds flying by, and one is saying "yolo." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when in doubt, just have some birds <laughs> witnessing it. <laughs> Um, um, Heathcliff did, uh, or Gallagher did bring back the narwhal for uh, last year, uh, January twelfth, twenty twenty two. It's Heathcliff it. playing on a flute, playing some sort of tune <clears throat> uh, in the Arctic. I guess uh, there's narwhals. He's he's on a an ice cliff with a little scarf, and there are narwhals listening to him play this 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 flute song, and there are two birds in the background. Uh, and they're saying narwhals love him. <laughs> Just two birds there. They don't look <laughs> like Arctic birds either. They do not look, it could have been Peter, my man. It could have been penguins, right? Like, you know, we could have had some kind of, it could have been seals. We draw, those I, are easy to draw, you know? I, I get, the, I get the, the sentiment, though, because the narwhals love him implies a history there. And who do we know mm-hmm. that has a consistent history with Heathcliff? It's those birds. It's true. They they are true. the they're the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of mm. Heathcliff <laughs> comics. These two birds. Yeah, that's maybe right. this is literary, uh, academic. We're not like those other podcasts. <laughs> bunch of knuckleheads. You don't just talk know, about movies. No nothings. Yeah, Rosencrantz um, versus Guild, Guildenstern. 
my adage wins, that I would want to do is it is what it is. Mm. It is what it is. Okay. My all maybe my all time favorite. It is what it is. That's like that's good. What would that be? Mm-hmm. What could you? It's very could, it's very passive, so it's hard to think of a good Heathcliff comic for it. But it could almost be anything. It could just be like Heathcliff. Uh, it could be like Heathcliff wearing a a a, a meat helmet and uh, uh, dry. It could just be Heathcliff in the meat tank, and it says, "I week. got it. I got yep. it." Heathcliff oh. is sitting out front of the meat store, and there's a garbage can full of whole hams being dumped into the garbage truck and he's he's sitting and watching watching wistfully as these whole hams get taken to the dump and then the the meat store guy and his employee are in the window saying it is what it is okay that's good come on write it up it's ready for print baby that's so good that's pretty good um one last thing on this interview i just want to say he gives a shout out to, to uh hopcliff yeah uh, congrats the hopcliff. show he says uh there's the, the basically he kind of says hopcliff is responsible for jimmy which is huge yeah i mean oh. that what a feather in his cap you know yeah and i did scan the article we did not get mentioned in it um mm. uh huh. but we have had Hopcliffe on the show, so in a way, it is about us. Yes, I agree. No, I agree. It's about us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Xander, do you agree it's about us? Oh, 100% it's about you. Thank you. Yes. Okay, well, that's all the time we have here on this episode and this week's edition, if you will, of The Meatcast. We've been... Here uh, on Thursday morning, and we'll be here each and every Thursday morning going forward. And hey, it's been a great time. Xander, thanks so much for joining us. Is there anything you want to plug? Any plugs? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> what is I, this, I, character, I, this new character you're doing? I'm like a professional radio guy now. Just radio guy? Yeah. Hey, hey, Xander. Have you been yeah, sitting yeah. on this ever since we had Jason Gore on that you've been jealous? Well, hey, Xander, well, you, you got any plugs? That is kind of my Jason Gore impression there. <laughs> Xander, Xander, what do you do? What are you up to these days? What shows you got you want people to come out to see? Oh, uh, lean uh, into the mic and really lean into the mic and really let us know, Xander. Okay. Uh, the mic's on my head. I can't lean any further. Well, pull, uh, pull it closer. <laughs> Bend that little bendy thing close to your lips. Let's uh-huh. hear it. Okay. All right. All nope, right. that you're, sounds worse. You're okay. moving your mouth. <laughs> you're moving your mouth. You're not a single it sound's okay. coming right. out. <laughs> you look like a fool, Xander. <laughs> um, you can you can catch uh, my, my dudes just hanging podcast. Uh, mouse out of wedlock on youtube that's our preferred platform but we are all we are on all the pat podcasts we release weekly also thursday mornings so you know play Ooh. less this cue cue these two radio cue these two uh uh this, these two episodes up uh, uh it's great it's a great little one the the most recent episode uh is is very silly i think anyone would enjoy it and it would be a great starting point <laughs> for anyone Anyone would enjoy it. Great, I'll just play for my uh, ninety-year-old grandmother. 
Yeah, no, she would. She would. It 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 ranges. Uh, we we have listeners from the far right to the far left to the far middle. <laughs> all you know, everyone in between. Um, all right. That's all I can plug. I don't have. I have, right. some, I have some yeah. shows coming up, but uh, uh, we'll 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 see if they if they are fun. <laughs> we okay. will see if they're fun. All right. Well, until next time, that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs>